So uh, how did we do with our uh, Super Bowl bets? Can we can we retire? Um, well, not exactly. Okay, did did we win enough money to at least like take a week off? Not exactly. Okay, did we did we at least win enough money to buy a nice award winning talking to Todd mug from Zazzle? A big mug? Yes. Or a small mug? Let's go big mug. Not exactly. Sorry, what? Ask me about the small mug. Ask me about the small mug. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So did we earn enough money to to buy the small mug? Oh, no. Not exactly there either. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. So when you say not exactly, what do you mean? Well, I'm still growing through the numbers, but I think, and this is roughly speaking because math is hard, we both may have to sell a kidney. Uh, uh, Oh. Oh, so, so a bad day. Yeah, but good content. <laughs> oh, and, and I, I need your medical insurance number. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option, especially when we're betting. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. And just for the sake of of completeness, when you're betting... Because I, 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 that's that's not a thing I can do. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's be clear. No betting took place here in the undisclosed location. That's absolutely fair. Okay. Uh, nor did it take place in Florida. I had to wait until I got back to Iowa, and then we should have, in all fairness, toddlers, you missed some really good content. Because us trying to figure out what to bet on may be better content than the follow-up that we're going to provide you here in a second on how the bets actually turned out. Yeah, that was... Wait, what does that mean? I don't... Wait. Odd or even? My, uh, my my choices are odd or even. Odd or even what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so should, we just, should we just jump right into that first? Sure. Should we do that first? Okay, so... Greg and Sherry, to back up, Greg and Sherry challenged us, bankrolled us, really, sort of, to open a DraftKings account because we were making fun of the prop bets at the Super Bowl. And they said, well, we'll give you $10. But they told us that after I had already deposited $25 in the DraftKings account that I set up, using Talking to Todd as a username, uh, the bets that we placed the the boring ones by the sorry. way just just real quick just because you pointed out we 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 didn't place any you did not place any bets in florida because quite frankly going to florida you were taking enough of a gamble in all That's sorts not- of ways <laughs> why, why place any money on it right yeah okay go ahead the boring ones the boring ones we took the bingles 
straight up to win. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Yep. Um, and honestly, a rookie mistake because we just took them straight up. And that $5 bet would have paid uh, like 15 bucks or something. Yeah. If they had won. Had we taken the Bengals and the points? Yes. We would have we would have made that bet because the spread was four and they lost by three. So if you're going to take the underdog, take the points. Unless you're, I mean, unless you're really, really confident, but that was a, that was truly a rookie mistake. So by the way, there was a, there was an episode of NPR's The Indicator from Planet Money Mm -hmm. uh, that aired Monday that talked about sports betting with a professional gambler who literally, that's his job. He gambles. They asked him on any given week, how much money do you have placed, you know, on bets. And he said, eh, any given week, you know, I'm usually at a, I'm about at a million dollars worth of bets. <laughs> and because you got it, you got to spend money to make money. So yes. Anyway, I bring this up because they said, so this whole, this whole, uh, this whole thing about, you know, super, the super bowl is not just the super bowl for football. When it comes to betting, the Super Bowl is also like it's the Super Bowl of betting. And he said, oh, it's it's a it's a great time uh, because you get all the squares. All the squares. Yeah. The people who just bet on the Super Bowl that don't know what they're doing. They just pump money in all over the place. And it's just easy for the sharps like him to come in there and just suck up all the money because all the squares have no idea what they're doing and just throw money everywhere. And I went, Hey, Hey, that's, Hey, hey, that's a little too close to the bone. Yeah. Could could you guys have played this on Friday instead of Monday? (laughs) 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 Thanks. Thanks for the warning. (laughs) All right. Uh, so rookie mistake there. We lost $5 on that bet. Um, we, on the odd or even bet, the total was we bet five dollars on odd or even. Had the dumbass holder not flubbed the extra point, that five dollar bet would have paid thirteen dollars, but it didn't. It, so, I love this. You're blaming the holder for us <laughs> screwing up the bet. <laughs> Strong yep. work. Um, the bet of the easy bets, the bet that we won Jersey number of the first touchdown under 23 and a half. It was Odell Beckham jr. Before he got hurt. Our $1 bet paid a dollar and 71 cents. Oh, you know what? It's really good though, that we took him on that because if it would have, cause now that I realize this and this is just mean, this is just mean, but if it would have, if the bet would have been. Uh, how many ACLs does Odell Beckham Jr. finish the game with and the line's at 1.5, then you, you got to make a choice. <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> On the more difficult bets where we split each side of it, the what will be more Odell Beckham touchdowns or some random soccer player goals our $3 bet paid out $12 and we were a big winner there. Woo-hoo. And you know why? 
because because we bet we bet on American football and took the under on soccer. And the, the rule there is just always take the under on soccer. Is, what will be more? Is, is is European soccer involved? Take the under. Just take the under. <laughs> well, and had Jamar Chase uh, caught a touchdown pass, we would have made another 12 bucks there because Harry Kane did not score any goals. So that was that was the other. We played both sides of the football on American football, but we took American football both times. So between those two bets, we bet $6 and we won 12. So we doubled our money on those two bets. And I am absolutely choosing to look at it that way and not paying any attention. Again, I'm truly becoming a gambler because I'm blaming the holder and I'm only caring about the bets where I won and I'm not paying any attention to the bets where we lost. Like the yards of the longest quarterback run more or less than um, Lester corners combined combined corners in the Lester game. Yes. Yes. That was nine. We needed a nine yard quarterback run. One time somebody scrambled for six and, and slid and I'm like, no, no, no state. What dude, dude, what are you make doing? A, make a business decision for us for yeah, Right. Yeah. Cause that, that bet would have paid out well. Very well for us, but it did not. So uh, I think that was actually, yeah, that was it. So our net, we bet $25 total. Our total payout with the $12 and the dollar and 71 cents was $13 and 71 cents. So now I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Do we keep, do we bet, you know, a dollar a week on something just and, and, and stretch this out for 13 more weeks? And see what we can do with our money because I would like to win back the twenty five the the other twelve dollars that we lost if there's any way to do that. So I'm just thinking I'm glad that when you go for uh, when you go for help on the gambling addiction you can play this and say well this is how it started. <laughs> I want I do I do think that we need to since I'm recording in Iowa one eight hundred bets off we are not sponsored in any way shape or form by DraftKings or any other gambling site. No, that's clear. That's clear. That is absolutely because, because we're yeah. sponsoring them by giving yes. them half of our money. <laughs> once once again, just like Zazzle, we're we're sponsoring them. Go on. All right. Well, we'll we'll figure out uh, we'll we'll figure out what to do with the windfall. <laughs> uh, we we we'll can cash it back. out. We we can we could cash it out, but again, we can't buy anything with it. We can I can we you know, we can go for ice cream when we're on Ragbri. Uh, maybe we can buy we can buy two pieces of pie, one for Sherry and one for you and I to split. <laughs> I mean, you'll of course get the ninety eight percent of the piece of pie, and I'll get the two percent, but that's fine. I saved you some cake. What are you complaining about? Oh Lord. Uh Amy had some feedback last year. So if we if we're ready to move on to feedback at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um last year, this week last year, Lisa and Amy were on the podcast and we did a special post Super Bowl ad evaluation. Oh, that's right. We did. Edition. Yes. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. So and Amy is in Florida this week. But she did provide her feedback on the Super Bowl ads. Okay. If you want to go there. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
there were three that she re- that she really liked. The Rocket Mortgage one with Anna Kendrick and Barbary and Grayskull. She thought that one was really good. Yep. Yep. Uh, I couldn't have told you that it was Rocket Mortgage, but I did remember <laughs> Anna Kendrick and Barbie and Grayskull. Apparently Anna Kendrick is now is now endorsing Barbie and Masters of the Universe. Uh, Rocket Mortgage is like, that's not that's not what we meant. That's not, not what we uh, meant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're trying to help out that little company, that little startup company called Mattel do well. Yeah. Dude. Uh, the she also liked the Amazon Alexa reads my mind commercial with Colin and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I found it was all hilarious. Yes, because it, uh-huh. it was you know this stuff that you that you don't say out loud. Uh, what I also found hilarious was being in the uh, being completely within the Apple universe of thinking. <laughs> oh yeah. A home assistant that could understand you that well. Hey, Blink, what's the time? I'm calling Dwayne. No, God, I don't. Yeah, and it it made me go around and unplug all the Alexas in my house and throw them in the garbage. <laughs> I don't need it listening to me. I, uh, Lisa did inform me that uh, she she read that most of the most of that commercial was written uh, by Colin. Uh, turns out uh, having the head writer of Saturday Night Live star in your uh, star in your advertisements also means he he might be able to uh, write write some jokes. So, yeah, there you go. See, look, it's, it's almost like I did like like I did like, you know, I prepared for this. I didn't. But there you go. Um, and what was the other one? Her favorite, actually, was the NFL ad with all of the stars in it. There were two parts in particular that she really liked. One was the fact that they let Walter Payton score a touchdown 30 years later. That's still a sore point for her. I mean, that's something not even Ditka would do. (laughs) And, and her other favorite part was where Eli Manning held up an Eagles Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Which maybe that was just funny for us because we know Peyton Manning likes to give the double bird to the Eagles. <laughs> I don't know whether they intended that or not, but we thought it was absolutely hilarious. Oh, um, oh, and then she had a question: Are yeah. there any are there any DraftKings Super Bowl cross bets between any at this point? Frankly, anything and RuPaul that we could have been betting on. Did we miss an opportunity there? <laughs> uh, the first three things that popped to my mind, I'm not going to say because I don't want this podcast canceled. So, uh, you know what? I, hmm, yeah, there's a thought. We should have looked. We should have looked. We, we That one's on us. Yep. How about you? Did you have any thoughts on the ads or uh, oh there was a game and a concert uh, yeah yeah um the realistically I, I guess from from the ads the one that i literally said oh my god who's phoning this crap in 
with a QR code bouncing around on the screen. And I got up and I left like I'm like, OK, good time. Going to go grab some snacks, bathroom break, come back. I'm like, whatever. And then I find out, according to a number of people, uh, oh, hey, that retro ad was on the top of many people's list. And it drove Coinbase up to the number two app on the Apple iOS app store the following day because so many people went to it. I, I just, I don't, okay, that made me so disappointed. Um, anyway, crypto, just sure. Catch it. Um, I also have to say uh, for the halftime show, okay, I have to say multiple times leading up to it, the announcers all, all said this is going to be the biggest halftime show ever. And Lisa's like, can you can you say that before? Like, whatever. They may have been referring to the set because they literally took uh, a two-story house from someplace in California and cut it apart and trucked it onto the field. So I believe the stage was the biggest ever. Um, yeah. And actually, it. I was like, wow, okay. I mean, there was a lot of hype, and I'm pretty sure they lived up to the hype. Um, uh-huh. I mean that's that's pretty good that was that was it said what it it's it said what it did on the tin or did what it said on the tin what one of the anyway um yeah it was good and then uh and the, and the game got good near the end i mean the game was close the entire time it wasn't good it was close uh that's all they care about come on that's all they care about is it good it's little caesars it's hot and it's ready is it any good I said it's hot and I said it's ready. I just think I just was thinking the entire game, the NFL, who the NFL brain trust was like, please, please don't let this come down to a ridiculously blown call that decides the game. Please don't please don't let that happen. Please. Anything, anything but that. And and then and then they got bailed out. They didn't deserve to be bailed out, but they got bailed out. So, yeah. Anyway, actually, the game was most of the game was not cl- uh, not good, but close. And for a while, the referees were not good and not close. So, um, anyway. yeah, yeah. And that's the best the NFL has to offer, by the way. I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> they take the very best, the very best officials throughout the entire year. And that's as good as the NFL has. And you can't see a face mask with two guys anyway there you go yeah uh what else uh, what do we have for mamie um she says that we need to just do the other podcast just once as this show show title the other podcast and just let it rip let <laughs> let everybody know beforehand do a disclaimer in the cold open here it goes and just let it rip. I don't know that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know that that's a good idea. It's an idea. It Ooh. is. <laughs> yeah. All right. We also need we also need to start a talking to Todd book club. We've so far recommended two books, one that's been released and one that has just been released. So it's a relatively small book club, <laughs> but we're we're once again recommending Splice. Look, every 50 episodes, <laughs> once a year, you got to read a book <laughs> and we'll talk about it. 
So much like English classes at Iowa Falls High School. Yeah. Look, you got four years of high school. You got to read at least that book. You got to get you got to get through one book or we really can't let you graduate. Oh, how about how about Lisa? Anything from Lisa? Uh, Lisa was a bit behind. She got cut up on the 100th episode. Uh, she uh, she agreed uh, with me uh, immediately that uh, the audio from episode one was worse than than the Apollo missions. Um, she's been subject to listen to some of the Apollo audio and said sound, sounded like you were doing that from the moon. And I'm like, oh, that would have been clearer. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, her listening to trying to catch up she did she did let me know we have two states basically is what she's decided we're either funny or or not like like not just not <laughs> so she'd like us to shoot for a little more little more time <laughs> spending in the funny zone <laughs> so they can't all be winners yeah but she would like them to be more winners i more mean more winners they don't know, they, more winners all, but more yeah so honestly we bet $25. We won $13.71. That seems pretty much right on brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we hit we hit on two of nine bets and won half our money back. If we hit on two of every nine of our jokes. Oh, uh, Sarah Judson Brown, toddler negative 18. She thinks that a content idea could be to ask Todd to recite tongue twisters. Here's the thing. I screw up stuff that isn't tongue twisters. So I'm not like <laughs> just basic sentences from children's books. But, Close enough. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. You're not the only one. Global shortage of semiconductor chips. I want you to know that Texas is working with Samsung to provide long-term solutions for the world's growing chip shortage. Investments of this magnitude. <laughs> that was Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. Oh. Making the same error that Todd made on the show last week, calling it a global ship shortage. <laughs> I was enjoying that right up to the point who you told me that was, and now I'm in the same <laughs> club as him, and we're going to dip into the other podcast, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <gasps> oh. No. No. <laughs> I figured you would, and then I figured you would. <laughs> Although, oh. the only thing I can assume is that the governor of Texas is a talking to Todd listener, heard it from me, and then, and then right back at it. <sighs> um, Sarah also thinks we missed on a possible show title. It's like having a conversation with my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> which is accurate <laughs> now wait now okay wait all right was that was that sarah no wait no was that sarah that gave that feed no okay so wait sarah went to Drake, and then so no sarah's okay so sarah's parents they had the seed farm but land but before, land 
Land the plane, Joanne. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Did you have any other feedback before I hit the last one here? Because it kind of flows into something else. No, no, I did not. Doug from the Idiot Toddlers on Saturday morning sends me a text video of a basketball game, kid dribbling down the court, throws it to a guy in front of him, goes up for a dunk, and he he dirty dancings him. The guy, one player jumps up in the air, and the the other guy grabs him by the torso and lifts him up so that he can dunk. <laughs> and 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 Doug wanted a ruling. I'm like, oh. Welcome to Dwayne's technical corner. He's like, happy to provide content. I need a ruling. <laughs> what I said was, A, it's hilarious. And B, it's a technical. <laughs> He's like, my buddy, and I don't know whether he means Dan or some other buddy, but my buddy wants to know why it's a technical. So I sent him the line, a picture of the actual rule book that says it's a technical to assist a player to by either lifting them or them stepping on someone to achieve a greater height. It's a, it's just a technical foul straight in the rule book. And he still, he still wasn't exactly sure as to why it was a technical, but he did agree that it was funny and definitely good for content for Dwayne's technical corner. So he was happy to provide that. One question, just, uh-huh. is there an exception if the player, while lifting the other player, yells, nobody puts baby in the corner, d- does that <laughs> does that negate the technical? <laughs> Probably because the officials are too busy doubled <laughs> over in laughter. Just go, just, just, just whatever. <laughs> oh, and the other night we had a dead mouse in our locker room. So that happened. It wasn't actually on the court, but it happened. Oh, sorry. I I heard you say you had dead mouse in your locker room. I thought, what, you were getting some dance beats to get you ready before going out? A dead mouse, not the dead mouse. Okay. Right. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Right. I gotta get these. Right. I gotta get I gotta get these monitors checked. <laughs> uh did we have any did we have any follow up? Um yeah. So I did I pointed out uh the Arizona Coyotes uh were looking at having to move out of their nice arena because they're being kicked out because they're not paying rent and moving oh, yeah. to, uh, to the ASU campus and they did sign a lease. So they are definitely moving to ASU. Um, I think they signed a lease through 2025. So this isn't a one year thing. <laughs> they're going to be there for a while. And the owner here's putting a spin on it. The owner sends out a, uh, a quote tweet it's going to be loud it's going to be packed this is the experience that we know our fans our partners our players and everyone associated with the coyotes are absolutely going to be excited to be part of it's a 5,000 seat stadium and the, and the owner of a major league franchise is like it's going to be packed yeah no it, kidding it better be because if it's not like I don't <sighs> seats are at a premium <laughs> Yeah, I actually saw this story in here's a by the way, just really weird on Apple News. One of the places that's starting to cover a lot more sports stories is Golf Digest. 
this story was in golf digest and this this said he said basically if the coyotes really can't get 5000 drunk college kids interested in watching hockey twice a week there's really no need for them to be a franchise anymore absolutely fair yeah <laughs> jesus um and you it looks like you also had a you had a piece of follow up uh i did uh, but we kind of already covered it. I, I just wrote, I wrote hang a lantern on it because I wanted to revisit the ship shortage video, yeah. but then I went, uh, then I, then I buried it in, in Sarah's feedback. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> because you, your, I was, Amy and I were listening in the car when you said that, and I still nearly drove off the road. With you saying, you know, there's two ways that you could handle this. You could just gloss over and keep going, or you can hang a lantern on it. <laughs> oh, and then in the God. following episode, you say, "Hold my lantern," and then <laughs> <Hold> you. Your... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a global ship shortage. Yes, there is. How's the? Uh, are you watching any Olympics? Are, are, I, we're already at thirty-three minutes uh, on the ticker up here. I don't think it's time to go to what we're watching, but it could be a main topic. Are you watching the Olympics? Um, yes. So what I would say in this house is, um, are we watching the Olympics? I would say yes. Potentially not as much as I would like, but definitely more than Lisa would like. That's kind of <laughs> where we're at <laughs> with with. <laughs> <laughs> with Olympic watching. So I've noticed a few things. Um, and while it's still the Olympics are going on, well, depending on when this is released, um, a few things I've just noticed watching this. Um, okay. So unfortunately, if you, ha if you have Peacock, by the way, if you have Peacock, you can go back and watch all of these events. And like last year for Tokyo, they completely screwed up everything. And even if you paid for Peacock, you couldn't watch everything. This year, apparently they fixed everything. You can go in, you can watch everything that's on NBC, you can watch replays, it's sorted by sports. It's sort of like everybody went, hey, by the way, we did a terrible job last year, we should fix it. So um, what I would say is, if if you haven't seen all of this, and again, it's probably all be pretty much done by here, but uh, by the time we this airs, but if you want to watch it's some insane sports, just insane sports. I think there are two in the Winter Olympics that beat anything almost anywhere. Number one, short track speed skating relay races. Have you, Dwayne, have you seen any short track speed skating relay races? Have you, I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, certainly not this year. Okay, these things are insane because they basically are on a sheet of ice around the size of a basketball court, right? So you have four or five teams, but each team has four people on it. And each skater does about a lap and a half. And then what happens is the next skater is going on the inside to catch up speed and then they come out onto the track and the person then gets behind them and shoves them forward to give them a boost. And then the person who just finished then goes to the outside of the track, but keeps going at speed in case the actual person tapped in wipes out. Because if they wipe out, the skater on the outside can skate past them 
touch them <laughs> and basically keep going. So at any point, there are five skaters live, five skaters on the inside also going around, and five skaters on the outside. <laughs> Lisa's like, I, I don't even know who's in the lead. I don't even know. I don't know who's in. I don't know who's out. I don't. And every lap and a half, people are being shoved. <laughs> how do you, how do you even keep track? Do they chip them or something? Occasionally, like NBC will put like, like the arrow, like this person's in the lead. I'll take your word for it. Sure. I don't know. NBC. Right. Pretty much. It's, it's kind of like watching it's, it's it's a lot like watching a NASCAR race because you're just watching for the wrecks and at the end they're going to declare somebody a winner and you're like I don't even know how they won but that was cool. So I would recommend uh th- that that is uh it's it's incredible to watch. Um the other one is sn- snowboard cross. Let me verify that. Okay. So snowboard cross you started sorry what yeah so you know most of the snowboarding in the olympics is like half pipe and tricks or they go off the big ramp and turn and twist and everything yeah and then snowboard cross is a race so you put four or five snowboarders at the top of a hill and you design a course and that course has turns that bank jumps um flags that you have to go around first one down the mountain wins damn and it is perfectly fine because they're all going if you need to bump somebody out of the way to make a pass again similar to nascar it's all good it's all good boogity 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 right that's just what you do rubbing Um, is racing boys yes it is it is this thing, you're like, wait, they're putting five snow. What are they? Oh my goodness! And they're going down, and it's like you'll you'll get comments like this: three of them are going to the turn that only fits two. Oh, and only one comes out. <laughs> so you know, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look up some of this. Yes, again, it's pure NASCAR. Eventually, who wins? It's fine, but the stuff at the top with the bank turns and people starting next to each other, it's great. Okay, um, those are my recommendations. A couple of things. Um, I put in here, sports that don't need judges. Apparently, they've made some changes to some Olympic sports, and they've added judges where they don't need to be. What do you think? So I'm going to throw this out. Ski jumping, right? You go down the really big hill, and then you jump. What do you think counts for ski jumping? Well... It ought to be the jumper who jumps the furthest gets the medal. That's part of the scoring now, but not all of it. So because you, there, there are, there are you judges get, who get style points for flying through the air. <laughs> so it's not enough that on the big hill, you're flying a couple of hundred feet through the air. You got to look good doing it too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They may be taking this too far, right? My thought is if you come down that hill and you land and don't die, that's all the style points you need. Like, yep. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty much it. 
At that point, for me, it's old style is what that is. It's, I am, I'm safe. Old style, baby. Um, let's see. Oh, sports that don't need referees. This this is in, this was incredibly interesting. Uh, and by incredibly interesting, basically only to me. So I've been watching a not insignificant amount of curling, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I, I find rather interesting. And there's a number of things I find interesting about it. In one of them, this this is amazing, and maybe you should think about this for your the rest of your refereeing career. The U.S. men were playing China, and one of the sweepers for the U.S. may have made contact with a stationary rock from China as the U.S. rock went past. So, because curling is a sport of honor, the U.S. person says, Pardon me, I may have moved that rock, which may or may not have affected ours. Told the official that. Okay, here's how this gets settled. And the only reason this took long is because the because there needed to be an interpreter. So the rule, the referee comes to the Chinese team through the interpreter and basically says, so the Americans said they may have hit your rock. They touched it. It may or may not have affected theirs. It is your call as to what you want to do. You can either take their rock and just take it off and basically say that's null. Or if you think that their movement didn't affect their rock, you can leave the play as called. The referee doesn't make any call. The referee is there to explain the rules. It is up to the team to call your own fouls, and it's up to the other team to decide, did that affect us or not? And the Chinese team then got together and said, eh, it's fine. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have bothered. Play stance. Continue. Wait, what? <laughs> I played pickup basketball over a lunch hour when I lived in Ames, and we were contentious on, much more contentious on calling your own fouls. <laughs> there was no metal at stake. <laughs> I found that incredibly interesting. I would also say <clears throat> sports that don't need to be smart. Also curling. What equipment, Dwayne, what equipment do you think you need for curling? You need a rock and a broom and a sheet of ice. Yes. Somebody got the uh, good maybe idea. Can, may, maybe, oh, wait, you need a can of paint. Preferably, preferably two different cans of paint. <laughs> to, preferably, to, but to draw the different colored circles. But technically, you could get it done with just one yeah. with drawing, you know, the target circles. Yeah. But a rock, a broom, a sheet of ice, and a can of paint. So somebody got somebody in curling got a really really good idea that they needed to make one of those elements a smart element. Do you want to guess which one they made smart? Um, is the phrase dumber than a box of rocks involved? Yes, they decided they needed smart rocks. <laughs> they could have been using pop rocks for all I care. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That would, oh, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> you need to use the broom to bat them away from your face as they come at you. Well, it's, as soon as the rocks touch each other, then they explode. <laughs> Those are pretty big, heavy rocks, though. That would like you'd have to wear like full face guards, <laughs> like yeah. Um, what are you What are you doing tonight? I'm going out for some rock shoving. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, somebody... why they, that's why they call it curling, because rock shoving. <laughs> it didn't sound great. <laughs> no, it didn't. So, so there's a line when you start sliding the when you start sliding the rock, there's a line, and you have to let go of the rock before it crosses the line. Yes. Somebody decided that's where we should put some electronics in. So they put they put a sensor on the handle of the rock that says when you're touching it so that when you let go of it, the green lights come on so that you can then see exactly when the hand came off the rock so that as you're looking at the line, you can see if the green light comes on before or after it crosses the line. Somebody should introduce this technology to the National Football League. <laughs> well, maybe not because oh, <laughs> because the smart rocks kept failing. <laughs> when people would pick the rock up to clean the bottom of it, multiple times they would then like grab they would grab it and the green light would come on, which is the opposite thing. And then the person would have to look at the official and then point out that their rock was broken. And then, and then squeeze the handle of the rock until the lights went out. My, 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 my rock, my rock is broken. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. My, my smart rock's broken. Uh. So, so they don't need referees and they really don't need smart rocks. And the other piece is, and this one, Lisa pointed this one out. What's also amazing just about curling is. So the teams are all there and you've got people at both ends of the ice sheet, right? You got the guy who's going to, who's going to. What, what did you call it? Shove the rock. Shove the rock. Sure. And then you've got the sweepers and you've got whatever. Here's how strategy works. There's guys at one end of the sheet yelling. So do you want to hit this on the left or the right? And the guy on the other end is like, well, if we go left, then what they could do is they could come in and cover us. So I think I want to go to the right. And then the other person goes, but if we go right, what they could do is this. And then so it's, they're shouting back and forth with the other team right there like the other team can hear the conversation and then when the other team is shoving the rock they're having the same so all of the strategy like i i guess my thought is while while certain sports let's say the nfl tries to make their play calling super sophisticated by calling the strong linebacker the sam there's only so many things you can do sliding a rock like there's there isn't that much strategy but <laughs> The, the fact that they're like, they're just saying, here's what we're going to do. And if they do this, then we will do this. You just shout it out loud. And everybody's like, yeah, because that's the way this works. And Lisa's like, that's kind of weird. And I said, wouldn't that be great if that's the way the NFL did it? Okay. All right. We're going to, we're going to run to the left and, unless that big guy comes over. And if the big guy comes over here, then I'm going to go this direction and go to that hole. Are we all clear? Okay. Break. <laughs> There's only so many different ways that you can shove a rock. So strategy <laughs> out in the open. Don't need smart rocks. Don't need referees. You know what? It's sounded a heck of a lot better than the NFL, especially when it came to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that's what the Super Bowl needs. They need smart face masks. So when a guy grabs and twists another face mask, green lights can come on so somebody can take a look. <laughs> I know where they can get a bunch of green lights that aren't being used in China right now. They can retrofit onto the helmets. Anyway, there you go. Oh, under the, what we're watching. By the way, what I've been watching? Curling. A lot of curling. 
I'll tell you what though, when you when you watch people start rotating that rock across the hog line and then the sweepers get the thing and then you get into the fours of the house and then you you put the you put the high block up so that you can freeze out um to protect the eights. I mean, it's a thing of beauty. I've been watching too much. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I know all of those words and I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> yeah, buddy. How about you? What have you been watching? This is the third night out of four that I have refed basketball, and I got three more nights this week. It's a good week for Amy to be gone because I am not home. Again, this is talking to Todd after dark because we refed a game tonight. Uh, I've I've been watching a lot of basketball. Not a lot of good basketball, but I've been watching a lot of basketball. The one person of your household, though, who isn't probably happy about that is like, Eddie, hey, can you can you come home at some point? Amy's gone. Would you, somebody want to put some bowl of kibble out or something? Come on. At least I'm home all day working at home. I'm, I don't go to the office. When I go on the road, Amy still goes to the office, which leaves Eddie at home alone all day. So at least I'm home here during the day. And then I'm gone for three, four hours while I ref. And then I'm back home and and then I get to sleep on. I still sleep on my side of the bed and Eddie still sleeps up against me, which leaves me about one sixth of a king size bed. And I'm like, dude, there is a whole. So I'm watching lots of basketball. I'm watching a complete half of the bed get unused while Amy's gone. Uh, And on Sunday, we went to see live musical theater in the Civic Center in Des Moines. We saw Tootsie. So, oh, well, there you go. Look at that. Uh, and it was okay. <clears throat> Best live musical theater I've seen in person in two years. No, you've been to something else. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. I have. What else did I go see? <laughs> One of the best pieces of musical theater. <laughs> of all the things that I've seen, it's one of them. Did you learn anything this week? Yeah. So Super Bowl Sunday, by the way, can I just mention there was a lot of sports on in our house on Sunday because there was English Premier League, which then led into the Olympics, which then led into the Super Bowl. And I think after the Super Bowl, Lisa's like, give me the remote and I'm going to find anything that doesn't have sports on it. And I'm like, that's fine. That's totally fair. But she's like, oh, there's a couple of things I forgot to get for snacks for the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to order them for pickup. Can you go over to the grocery store and just just drive up and go pick them up? Sure. So get in the get in the, get in the truck, drive over. I don't have the app on my phone, so there's a little sign, and so up on on my you know through CarPlay, dial the number. Okay, what phone number is this associated with? Put the number in. Okay. Uh, are you here to pick up for this person? Press one if yes, two if no. Yes. Okay. What spot are you in? Please push the, I'm in number two. And then I get this. To confirm that you are in spot two, press one for yes, two for no. Wait, what? No, wait, wait, two? Wait, I, I'm confirming two by, by, wait, by pressing one. If I press, I don't, ah, damn it. Okay. Start over. (laughs) You couldn't just confirm by putting the same number in again? No, 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 no. no. no, no. no that no, would no, be no. too difficult. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you put the same number in, you cancel the confirmation. 
I normally park in six. This isn't a problem, but it was full. <laughs> I parked in two. Here's what I learned. Never, ever park in two. Just wait. Just wait for one of the other spots to open up. You're better off parking in one because then you hit one twice and you're good to go. The only place you don't want to park is two. Yeah. 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 Similar to how our betting went, I had a choice of six spots and I picked the one spot that doesn't work (laughs) because that's how I roll. Did did the holder fumble the ball in your handoff as well? Did oh okay. <laughs> Not that I'm bitter. <laughs> no, but I also came back. Hey, listen, when uh when they say would you like substitutes, you really gotta tell me because I, I don't like because basically everything was substituted. So I don't know um, what we got, but here you go. <laughs> on Super Bowl Sunday? Heck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, instead of cheese poofs, we got cheese sticks. Instead of the cheap guacamole, we got the good guacamole because apparently someone they don't bought them. So there's another one for you. Wait till Super Bowl Sunday. Order, order online. Allow substitutes and pick the cheap stuff, <laughs> and then just let them substitute all the good stuff because everybody else is taking all the taking all the cheap stuff out. And then they're just gonna and then they're gonna credit you the difference. So there you go. Hey, winner. There's, uh, there's a shopping tip. Don't don't listen to me for shopping. What about you? What did you learn? Uh, this is also Super Bowl related. So this season, not sure if you knew this or not, Cooper Cup won the receiving triple crown. He won Offensive Player of the Year, and he won the Super Bowl MVP. Okay. In the history of the NFL. There is only one wide receiver that has done all of those things. And he did it in his entire career. And that's Jerry Rice. And Cooper Cup did that in one season. I thought that I did not know that. And I thought that was pretty incredible. Yeah, he should probably take some of his check and maybe kick it towards Matt Stafford. Well, here's the other thing that I learned. Because only two wide receivers have had... 1900 plus yard seasons and Matt Stafford was the quarterback for both of them. Matt Stafford toiled in Detroit for a long time and I don't like Detroit and I don't really like Matt Stafford but he really earned this win and he deserves absolutely everything that he gets for having to put up with Detroit for that long because he's very good. He's he's also very good at throwing interceptions too. But you know what? He got a ring. That's all that matters. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. No G, no space. We have a page on Facebook, so you can tweet us on Facebook. That's actually facebook.com slash Talking to Todd. And we would enjoy your comments on this podcast there. You can get that and so much more on our Facebook page. You can also check out our multi-award winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and thanks to our sponsors, Toddler3187 and DJ2Go Cedar Valley, your five-star blah, blah, blah 
send us your feedback to feedback at talking to Todd.com. Todd. All right. All right. You went Super Bowl trivia, NFL trivia. I'm going to go there too. Uh, Joe Burrow lost uh, in his first Super Bowl attempt. Everybody's like, yep, he's going to be back. Uh, Joe Burrow became the 34th starting quarterback to lose the super, his Super Bowl debut. Of the previous 33 quarterbacks who lost the first time they played in the Super Bowl, only six have ever been able to get back to the Super Bowl after losing it their first time. It's really hard to get there. Do you want to take a guess who the last quarterback who lost their debut Super Bowl even made it to a second Super Bowl? And this will give you an idea of how hard this is going to be for Burrow. Based on that, I'm going to guess Jim Kelly. Oh, crap. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it has. I think I saw the last 16 quarterbacks who lost their debut Super Bowl never made it back. So that's so sad. Good luck, Joe. I hope you enjoyed your time in L.A. (laughs) And uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know that that's funny. I mean, it, it's not really funny. I can tell you where it's really not funny is in Joe Burrow's house. <laughs> we'll probably have more to clean up next week. Stop back. Tune in next week. We'll be back right here on Talking to Todd. I have an idea of why the Olympics couldn't fix the smart rocks um, because they couldn't get replacement parts because of all the ship shortage. Did you just tell a dad joke? I don't even think it rises to that level.